so my journal would always ask me what what um what might make you off track today mm-hmm. i should have wrote chico yeah it usually happens he's the common denominator of never ever getting anything done <laughs> but that's my specialty that's like, chico's specialty that's like my this is what i do fuck man yeah, i don't know it. why well i love the energy i'm ready for it so can we get started oh, the energy's gonna be farting on you oh my oh god, god please don't we, terrible should, we, should we turn the fan on right now <laughs> it's not gonna help it just needs to come out just let it come oh my gosh so, okay if you are watching the podcast look for the leg lift <laughs> how many times does he lift his leg during this podcast <laughs> you know, Stop. do 10 push-ups every time he lifts his leg 10 oh push-ups my gosh. Shit. <laughs> Stop it. oh my gosh it's okay. gonna be a good one y'all okay ready yeah we're ready let's go you go into it first how was your weekend oh well how oh, was oh, your week how was my week my week yeah, was great get- i'm trying to think what what all happened? Well, I worked out mm-hmm. every day. Awesome. Um, and I've been doing the Peloton run or the walk um, before my strength workout. And there was a saying that Jess Sims, I was running with her, and I wrote it down because it was so good. Let me find it real quick here. What's it? It uh, says, practice go- doing hard things. It doesn't get easier. You get stronger. 100 percent i mean yeah i think in every situation right as you do more of something it becomes easier which then you become more efficient at it so yeah. that's awesome that's really yeah good i loved it because she didn't say that it gets easier mm. do you know what i mean because usually you you stick to it because it's getting easier but sometimes it doesn't get easier right away and so i do love that because then it gives people like don't give up even though you're starting something new you don't necessarily have to quit because it hasn't gotten easier. You know, right. you got to stick through it and be consistent. And so for me, I mean, I guess we're today's topic, we're going to be talking about like wellness and all that good stuff, how we take care of ourselves. Um, so for me, I was never an athlete. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what that felt like. I didn't know um, what it could do for me. But now right. that I have children, they're in sports mm-hmm. and I am actually learning right alongside with them right. and my sport like the kids always say to me you're you don't know anything you never played sports well guess what i work out so that's my sport and my, <laughs> <laughs> so when i show up to the gym i'm showing up to practice every day and that on my saturdays is yeah. the days that it's not yeah saturday's like my hard day for me because i could go easy it's not a uh, not supposed to be an easy day for me but i go oh it's supposed to be an easy day for me yeah. But I go hard, like so hard. I push myself to the limit. So like Saturdays yeah. is my like moment where I'm like, man, I, I, I came every single day. Yeah. I haven't, you know, I haven't missed it. And I go hard. Right. You're in competition with yourself. Yes. With myself. Yeah. No one else. It's a sport. Yes. Because I used to think that I wanted to go work out with my friends, with you. But in. You you? Know, <laughs> we all know how working out with your. Um, your partner. Your life, life partner. Doesn't works work. out. No. It doesn't work, doesn't man. Work. We used to fight. I, I was like, you never, like, you never wait for me. You don't even think of me, you know? And I would literally hold your hand, like, hey, stay with me. I have no idea what I'm doing. And I just remember thinking, I, I, I can't wait for you because our mornings are so different. You like to go straight into work and have your coffee. I like to get up out of bed and go straight to the gym. And yeah. so 
I would get so mad at you because I'm like, you're wasting my goddamn time. You know, you're wasting your own goddamn time. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I mean, I had to rephrase that and realize it's me. It's not even you, you know, but I'm getting mad at you for, for my own expectations of you. And I should be having these expectations for myself. Oh my, have we have learned. Yes, we have. So no, that's so I, I, I've been loving working out. Oh, that's awesome. What anything else going on in your this past week, like with career wise? Like, oh yeah, you know what? So we launched our podcast. Yep. And I've gotten so many good like reviews, feedback. Feedback. Well, they're not reviews. They're feedback, right? Yeah. Yeah. They're feedback. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> sometimes I don't know what words to use. Which one's correct? Yeah. But yeah, feedback. Yeah. So feedback. I've been getting so many heartfelt ones that just resonated even with me and you know me I'm a crier so of course I'm reading it and crying and Valentina walks by why are you crying again (laughs) I don't know I just I felt I felt it so much but a lot of it is most of them I would say um the ones that felt um like they resonated with uh, a lot of what we said were Mm -hmm. mostly Asians or minorities like Hispanics right um and because they've never had the opportunity to be able to express themselves and be open about their real feelings, you know, because I think they are so worried about what their family may think or others may think. And then I have my, like, um, the ones that are not um, Asian or Hispanics are finding the funny parts of it and then, like, quoting it. And it's just, it's hilarious because it is, it's, it's a, the true thing you know with parenting relationships right. you know we really don't know what we're doing and so <laughs> we really just make things up as we go so I'm telling you right now i don't know shit about shit i just keep doing it yeah that's it yeah so. like earlier right <laughs> <laughs> you're right i did do that i had to go drop the kids off at the pool i mean it's, it's normal this right? is not a shitty episode okay <laughs> <laughs> but it's turning into that <laughs> So, you know, it is what it is. So, yeah. Uh, anything else that you got going on in um, not just career wise, but uh, what things that you're working on that you want to put out there? Hmm. Well, we're getting into the busy season of real estate. Yes. So, of course, we are looking for buyers, sellers. We are definitely uh, we're already feeling it and it's yeah. been so the today's episode of real estate has been insanely funny <laughs> and hilarious and i want you to talk about it because i was on the outside looking in and yeah. i gave you some advice you know because of your your thought process you know sometimes yeah. i think in real estate for you what i've noticed sometimes is like you sometimes allow your clients Mm-hmm. Or even your your team agents, you know, like not mm-hmm. just our team, but like other agents, um, kind of change the way that you normally would be, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I would say so. Bope is my Wendy. I don't know if you guys watched Billions before, but <laughs> I have not. She's my Wendy. Um, essentially, have you guys seen Billions? No. no. Never seen okay. Billions? Oh, you got to watch it. Okay. Axe, dude, on there is a beast, but he also needs. A sidekick, somebody who basically reels him in and tells him if he's being too aggressive or if he's being too nice, which he's never nice, dude. Axe is a beast. Everybody wants to be Axe. So, (laughs) no, not Axe, but Axe. (laughs) So, you know, so I I think that Bopa is right. So, 
recap in my week, it's been busy. I started, you know, I'm doing this with you, this podcasting and committing my time. Like I said, I would. I mean, that's what good husbands do, right? We commit our time, we support, and uh, we want to see. That's I want to see this. That's what good wives word. do too. Yeah, you're right. Yes. So we're going to talk about that. <laughs> so then it goes to <laughs> it goes to real estate, right? I mean, been busy with real estate. We started picking up in the market. Mm-hmm. Um, we got some listings, some new listings this week. Actually, thanks to Chico. Appreciate oh, yes. the referral. Welcome. You're Nephew. welcome. Thank you. Always appreciate um, it. So we got one of those uh, listings coming up, and then we're negotiating some of our other listings for um, that we had. But we just got into a deal right now, a transaction where. I what Bobo was talking about is I let the client uh, emotions kind of dictate me. Um, and normally I don't do that. I'm pretty emotionalist and I try to look at the bigger picture and go back to them and tell them, hey, this is what your goal was. This is what you told me you wanted to do. And this is what my job I'm trying to get you to accomplish. But sometimes I get caught up in that too, right? Yeah. Um, you know, it's easy for me to just say, you know what? It's a big decision and I don't want to step on their emotions yeah. because when I do, sometimes then they can be upset with me, right? And their emotion was pretty valid too because Absolutely. they weren't in a rush, Absolutely. Right? So I yes. get that too. Yeah. So I mean, and that's the thing is that I have to validate that and sometimes I have to let them feel that way and bring their emotions out so that then I can come back and say, hey, or let them come back and say, hey, you know what? After thinking about it, yeah. this is what we want to do. So you come in and telling me, hey, you're being too nice or you're being too mean. So in this other case, um, I was being too mean. In this case, sorry, in this case that we're talking about, I was being too mean going back to the agent and just and basically just saying what my client wanted me to say versus me being the professional and, and keeping my emotions intact and letting my clients know, hey, we just need to be what we're going to take this you know, slowly and we're going to take the emotions out of this and we're going to look at the, sorry, my thing is rubbing and we're going to, we're going to take this and we're going to move forward. Right. So then, then I have another client, which is, uh, I was being too nice to one of my other agent, uh, team agents. So I'm gonna tell you a quick, funny story. He showed me last night, a a, a listing because, yo, I'm going to, I'm going to go take my client to go see this house. I go, let me see this house. And he goes here, here I go, Oh, I got a client for that too. He goes, you son of a bitch, don't even take your client to it. I was like, man, I can't help it. What do you want me to do? Oh this is this is an open, fair market, right? Yes. So today he called me. He's like, man, I hope your car doesn't start. <laughs> you can't, I hope you can't. It's too cold. Don't it's even go cold. try to show that house. <laughs> so we went back and forth, but it's all fun and games here, uh, yeah. you know, between us each other. And he understands the business. You know, we're here to represent our clients. We want to do the best for our clients. Mm-hmm. But and I and I had to tell you that too because you know you were like, well, I don't want to do that to our team agent. And I said, you're representing your. Yeah. Even though you're on the same team. Yeah. You're still individual agents. Right. And you have different clients. Yeah. You need to represent your client. 100%. So even if you, if it means that you go against each other, unfortunately, that's what's going to have to it's happen. It's all fair game, It's right? all business yeah. and it's all fair game. And yeah. I think that you have to remember that when you are hired to do, you know, to represent them in yeah. their best interest. So no, I'm yeah. with you. So yeah, she was my Wendy today to mm-hmm. the axe. And um, so yeah, with real estate, it's picking up. Uh, the podcast thing we're doing, um, yeah. start, you know, loving it again, supporting and, and being here. And then the renovations, we do renovations oh, yes. as well. We've been working on two different houses. Um, so, yeah, it's been a busy one. The kids, yeah. uh, we have one kid just started a, a wrestling club. So, 
actually our dinosaur <laughs> wrestler yeah, our dinosaur wrestler hey t-rex, t-rex. he's so t-rex but you know he's such a cuddler like he yeah. is our kid that loves to cuddle but i didn't realize that the reason why he's a good wrestler is because he's a good cuddler. Come on. Yep. Yeah, number one. No, it really is. I cuddle that guy to the yes. mat. Cuddle him down. Yeah. He's like, I give up. I'm done. Yes. That and was he- so welcoming. Yeah. <laughs> I truly believe that his T-Rex, because he doesn't put his arms out where they can reach it, and then his cuddle abilities. I mean, I'm sorry, but I think that's what it takes to be a wrestler. Dude, Saul used to cuddle a lot of dudes. Dude. <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so were you a cuddler solely because you're not if a cuddler if you need now. cuddling hit me up wait but you're cuddle. not a, oh, you're not, he's so not a cuddler now yeah, I, I, I don't cuddle often you use it all in wrestling yeah. I headlock. know headlock headlock <laughs> yeah but you know so I mean out of all the kids I mean just the kids activities still continuing mm-hmm. It's it's been busy for us and it's just part of life. It's every yeah. day. It's not something that I think about being busy. It's just we do it yeah. day in, day out. It's just okay. something that's a part of it. So you were a wrestler in high school, and yeah. you didn't start until high school. Our yeah. kids are starting at a much younger age. Yeah. What is the difference do you see between our kids and you starting much later? Soft. No, no, I'm just no, I'm just kidding. I mean, you weren't kidding. Go ahead. No, no, no kidding. we're not kidding. <laughs> you Wakan boys are so. I need. You know what? I need to interview Chico's dad. Is who I need to bring on. Oh, don't, no. Yeah, <laughs> you don't got enough battery space for that. No memory for that one. There's not enough. So Chico is Sully's nephew, and Chico's dad is Sully's older brother. Yep, older brother. Mm-hmm. So, and he's definitely. Uh, he can definitely talk for hours, yeah. huh? Hours. I agree. Of nonsense, but... Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but no, it's something no. new. The crazy part is that he never repeats himself. It's all like something new every time. That's so like, cool, though. Where did you get all this? It's just YouTube. YouTube. Yeah, dude. but you can learn. Yeah. There's so many different ways to learn. And, um, I mean, YouTube is a wealth of knowledge, you know? Yeah, so. Yeah, that yeah. definitely that definitely is the new uh, day and age. I mean, I mean, let's just roll right into that. What do you guys think about, how do you feel about um, how people are learning in education in general, right? Like, you know, I love the different options you can choose from because, like, I was talking to you guys earlier, I am not a full video person. Like, I can't sit through it yeah. um, unless it's unless it's something that I'm supporting. But if it's like I'm learning something, it's really, really hard for me to do that. So when like Instagram and TikTok came around, I love that it was like these quick videos because mm. I like I like quick videos and that way, and then I'll keep practicing it. But I can't sit through a whole, like if it's an hour video to learn something, it's like class. Mm. I, I'm not like that. Yeah, I, we're very I, I, liked, I like the detailed videos step by step. Uh, and then, I mean, I can control it. Obviously, it's a video if I want to step forward. But when I watch something, because I'm the type of person, if I watch something one time, I think I'm pretty good at uh, going and replicating that, right? Yeah. Like that's yeah. just a style of Well, I've learning. seen you even like when furniture, when we have furniture to put things together, I need to read the entire thing, but I still can't understand it and I still, I still can't put it together. You don't even read it and you just look at it and you just start going. And I'm over here like, how yeah. did you know that? Like. I think it's just, it's, I mean, that's my yeah. natural yeah. ability, repetition. Campbell's the same way. Yes. You know, when he does Legos, he doesn't need, he, he already knows like, okay, this size, it's kind of like, it's kind of intuitive for him to just do it. Right. Yeah. And some people are good like that. And some people are good at other things. Yeah. Again, I'm not, I can't read 
I can't read. I just look at the pictures. Yeah. All the pictures and instructions. Like a caveman. That's why he just looked at it. doesn't read. Just exactly, right? Like, oh I can't read, dude. I'm just yeah. going to. Some guys can like do that. Watch all of them. can watch videos and yeah. you know, sweat copper and everything. Oh, my God. Uh, I think I can do it. I probably can. I'm just really lazy. That's the, that's the straight up truth. Yeah. You know, like I'm yeah. capable you... of doing drywall. I'm capable of doing everything. It's just like when I get the plane, like. Uh... But what makes you lazy? I don't know. It's like because it's an expectation. Like a man mm. got to put this together, like oh, so right away. You well, know? We, like, I can do it on my own time. But he is the oldest too. I am so the oldest. He's the oldest. Okay, do you ever think about this? Do you ever? Okay, so how did your dad parent you and your mom? <laughs> that story four hundred and one thousand. <laughs> but the reason why I say that is because I wonder if he had expectations for you guys. So then it, you almost go against that. Do you know what I mean? I would mean? say Chico was a little spoiled though. Oh. I was. I was spoiled. was spoiled. Oh, so you knew that. I was kind of spoiled, but I was still like... Don't say kind of. I was spoiled, but I was still the oldest. Spoiled, I still had to yeah. do He still everything. had... Yeah. yeah. I still had to do everything. That's, yeah, because being... That's the other part is like, I got spoiled because I did all the other stuff. like played sports and went to school and but like I still yeah. had to, you know, clean the house, take care yeah. of the you know, little brothers. And yeah. Yeah. Cause that's being, the weird difference. Being the oldest, there is a lot of responsibilities. Yeah. Yes. No matter what your personality is or your capabilities are, yeah. there's a lot. That yeah. is expected out of you, and it changes you. I mean, we sometimes yeah. like I think about Sullivan, and I get teary eyed because it's like, damn, did I put too much pressure on him? Because then he's the one that has more self doubt than the other ones, you know. Yeah, because absolutely. he was my first kid, of course, I was kind of helicopter mom, you know. Kind um, of. <laughs> <laughs> like Sullivan, don't do that; you might fall. <laughs> um, I remember going to the emergency room quite a few, <laughs> few times. <laughs> he just farted. That's it. He's okay. You guys, I okay. So we have four kids. I've taken every single one of them to the emergency room at one years old. Um, it's crazy. One of them, Maxwell. This um, when Sully. No, I went to park the car because I could not even handle like what was happening. I don't remember what was happening. And then Sully goes into the emergency room. He told me we didn't have to go because, but if it makes you feel better. We'll all go so supporting he, husband that's what we do <laughs> so he goes in there with maxwell and i'm parking the car i come back in and i was like wait a second he looks fine <laughs> she thought he was choking <laughs> that's what it was the whole drive down yeah the, the whole <laughs> still choking, don't worry. yeah choking, bro i'm telling you i was driving i was like listen if oh he was God. choking he would be dead <laughs> I'm just telling you right now. He wouldn't be crying. Yeah, no. I mean, you were, that, was, that was the thing in wrestling. You know, like, yeah. if he's choking, how's he telling him, I'm choking? You can't speak if you're choking. Yeah, you're choking, you uh, can't see. speak. You, know, you can't cry, you can't do nothing. You're choking. Yeah. So yeah. I had to sign a waiver that we didn't want to be seen because oh. my son was okay. <laughs> but then this, remember three weeks, was it two weeks ago? It was two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. It was my niece's 30th birthday and I had the family over and we were on this couch. <laughs> Bro, listen to this. We were on this couch. Megan <laughs> Megan has a son named Michael. He's four years old. I had these lychee hard candy, and he was loving it. But somehow, he must have ate it, and then it like he swallowed it, right? Didn't choke, but swallowed it. Well, of course, he's like... Ugh. Well, he was choking for a yeah. second there. Oh, yes. And then <laughs> the, everybody just looked at him and goes... He's choking. No, no I said I, what? <laughs> no slap on the back, I, I, nothing. No, I did that. But then I saw Megan's face. All I saw was myself. 
I was like, that was me 10 years ago. Dude, she backed up. She goes, <laughs> Sully, help. I was like, listen, no. give, give me the eye. You know, I'm like, it went in slow motion for her. Oh my gosh. Nobody jumped over to do nothing. I know, I did. I Finally, yes. he swallowed it. And I think he was just so scared by what happened. You know, and he so just kept course, crying. But. So of course, I went. To, I gave I gave candy to all the kids. You know, and then I was like, "Give it all back! <laughs> We're having a recall." <laughs> yeah, I mean, those candies, those hard candies, sometimes yeah. can. Yes, I know. Oh little my kids gosh. shouldn't be eating that stuff. No, they shouldn't yeah. be eating hard. No, candy. they shouldn't be. Just gummies. Yeah, yeah. I agree, dude. Because yeah. you know, at anyway, so he kept on crying. They're like, "Is he still choking?" I'm like, God, <laughs> he's not choking. If he's choking, he cannot cry. He cannot breathe. I'm telling you guys right now, he's not choking. Yeah. So. Like, if she can cry and talk and you're not joking yeah she but please tell me if, but if there's a doctor out there it's a kid body thing they're like you can just choke and live forever like I'll be choking like 10 minutes later <laughs> so then we started talking about choking on freaking fish bones and shit like that and you know how, how to, to get it out with yes, sticky rice. rice that's why I don't eat fish really uh -huh. I love yeah. fish great grandma you my chip I see the eye pop and I was like ooh <laughs> she never took the bones out you go <laughs> I was like four, like done. No more fish. Oh my gosh. For real though, like, man. Now you eat it raw. The sushi yeah, is the only dude. way. Oh goodness. That's no. funny. So that's that's kind of uh kind of what goes into um being a parent, right? Like these are some of the things that you're fearful of and I get it, you know, that's a that's what do you, you always seem so fearless when it comes to parenting. Tell me what is one of your struggles. Struggles? With parenting, yeah. You don't, you're not the best at everything solely. So <laughs> he's not. Hey, I thought you guys were asking me if I was perfect at parenting. No, you are yeah. far, you're far from it. I would ahead. have to say my biggest and toughest thing about parenting is showing love when there needs to be love <laughs> because I'm a hard ass and I always yeah. have been, uh, why you, is that? Why? Why is that? Right. It exactly. comes from like, where? Yeah. It's it our lineage. Like, yeah. You stop it. It's like the yeah. hardest thing. Like damn. it's our yeah. lineage, and it's tough mm -hmm. because we come from a a group of tough. I mean, we're listen. Most of us are boys in our family. Yeah. I come from a family of eight. I have five brothers. Most of my nieces and nephews are mm -hmm. nephews. Yeah. So I mean, very different from mine. Most of my yeah my uh, yeah, nieces and nephews are mainly nephews. I'm more nephews. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, and the way that we've been brought up is to be tough, to be born, you know, to be this type of, uh, you know, traditional, like, traditional, take care of your family, take care of each other, yeah. don't run from a fight, like yeah. dude. There so there's was, no time for love. No. no, who's got time for love when you're fighting? Hey, but when I met you, you were like the sweet. You still are the sweetest. Yeah, you are like. Well, we like to be sweet. Don't get me wrong. I'm not. Yeah. Come on, chill out, bro. I'm not that sweet. <laughs> not that sweet. I just, so I, I just keep on picturing like what you say when you met him, like the express shirt, you know, the fucking spiked <laughs> hair. It just pops into my head right away. <laughs> Yeah, one time we like, went look out. Look how sweet he is. <laughs> Bluish purple <laughs> express shirt. <laughs> When I remember like when we went oh out, I said to Sully, I said, Do you, you look like you're gonna work? But we're gonna dance. <laughs> yep, black slacks. Bro, sure, she, she was always trying to make me change my like clothes, you know, like it's like, dude, you like me for who I am, or do you wanna see a different dude? Dude, yeah. one time, listen, this girl came, <laughs> she bought me some boots, bro, like six inch they had like six inch heels on them. They're not 
six inch. They were like okay. They were like, like four. We're gonna no, come back to that because I had a height thing going on. Like <laughs> yeah. So what is your height? If you want to say it on the podcast, I'm five foot five and a half. Five foot five and a half. So <laughs> those those three inches could do great. Make you the average. You know, like five eight get you up there. She's just trying to help you well, out. Have you guys seen Grandpa? <laughs> have you guys seen Grandpa's shoes? Uh, yes. So his shoes. He gets the Bruno Mars. Yes, he does. He so we Bruno went. Mars. We went to the zoo, and the kids wanted to go on the camel. Oh yeah. <laughs> and he got up on the camel with the kids, and he had his heels. That's when I saw the heels. And I was like, Oh my gosh! Like, he had like know. two inch heels on, bro. Dude, what did he get those? <laughs> I don't. Know. He got. He there's a book that he always gets uh, every month. It's oh, a, it's like a QVC, like yeah. uh, but a magazine still. <laughs> kind of like that. Yeah. Every oh month gosh. he gets it, and Are you know there? he could probably wear kids' shoes. I mean, he's only like yeah. a size five. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Sometimes I hug Grandpa now. My arms go over his head. So bad, like, come down and hug him. <laughs> yeah, he's getting oh old gosh. and he's getting smaller, but still, uh, still funny. Yeah. It's funny because you know, again, we kind of go back to that. He's starting to become softer, right? He's not as mean or oh tough. I didn't see the mean side of him when I yeah. first started dating Sully. When everyone would, you would tell me about your dad, but I never saw that. The only thing I did see that's different now was when I started having children. He would always tell me feed the kids. Like he would always tell me to do that, right? But then I'm at home and Sully and I are trying to parent, and we're like, you know what? We don't want to go. All Asians always go chase. The kids with the rice and the meat, you know, and feed yeah. them. Um, and so he's like, I'm not doing that to my damn kids. He's like, they need to know how to feed themselves. Yeah. And so that's when we started in, uh, having the kids, do, yeah, have yeah. the kids do that. But then my father in law was like looking at me, like, when is she getting up to feed the kids, you know? And so now I don't, he doesn't do that to me. He doesn't say, go get the food for the kids. He just, he just lets me be. Oh yeah. You know? Or he'll just so, say, Hey, it's, you guys can, some, yep. the kids can eat. Yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah. Where before I think it was expected of me as the mom to go get my kids food. Yeah. It's a traditional it's a thing. Traditional it's thing. like, Hey, let's take care of the kids, feed the yeah. kids and whatnot. I don't think I've ever got you a plate though. Nah, you've oh. never got me a plate, bro. That's like, that's a d- tradition. Like the, it's oh. just in the title c- culture. Like the wives usually get the kids food and then they bring the husband yeah. a plate. Yeah. Oh. You know, that's usually how it happens. And did, did, did yours? No, 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 no. But my mom does. <laughs> my aunts do. So yeah, I, I noticed we, we, that. We yes. messed up. First generation. We, yeah. We stopped something so fast. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I, th- I think it's, you know, those are, are just. Would you, wait, would you guys rather have the females go and get your guys a plate? No, because I eat, like, I want a pile. Yeah. They feel, you know, I. Yeah. yeah. No. See, and I never know what he likes. I think you're, it's a, I, I feel like maybe the once, boys. Maybe once in a while. Yeah, once in a while, right? Once in a while, be it's nice. an act of kindness. It's I act, mean, it's just act okay. of service. You know, yeah. we talk about those love languages. Yeah. It's yes. an act okay. of service, a thoughtful act that would make him happy without doing too much into it. Like, right. It's an act of service. Yes. Okay, well, I make I dinner agree. for us every night. No, no, and I'm, I'm cool with that. Okay. You know me, we've been married yeah. for a long time. Bro, and if I, I don't, I, yeah, yeah, if you don't care, if I don't make dinner, he's like, cool. Like, like he'll dude, figure it out. Like, I'll figure this out. I'll, yeah. eat, I'll eat eggs. I've yeah. seen this guy eating sausages right out of the yeah. can. Yeah. Not a microwave. You've never made that a big deal at yeah. all for me. It's not so. something that I, you know, like I said, I grew up with it. My mom we made dinner with my dad all the time. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes you would, I don't think my dad really fussed neither about my mom cooking dinner. Yeah. I mean, no. Do you guys remember grandpa really fussing about it? I ate no. every, I eat their dinner no Three times a week he, yeah. he i think he'd cook with her sometimes but yeah. it never he never made a fuss about her because it's kind of you know it's kind of yeah you can have some i don't think i can reach it i can't yeah. reach it 
Uh, <laughs> okay, yeah, here, hold on. There you go. You got to put one in the middle. It's... I know, right? Here, just here, give it to me. I'll take care of it. Thank you. But, you know, I, I think that um, my dad never made a fuss about it, so I don't make a fuss about it. And it's just, again, it's mm-hmm. all act of service. I mean, every once in a while, if we're somewhere and you're like, hey, honey, can I get you a bowl of pho and make it for you? I do that because yeah. I feel like you don't know how to do that for some reason. But I know you know how. Like today, we're going to my sister's yeah. for uh, my niece's birthday, yeah. and they're making pho. Okay. So I, I, I'd expect a, a <laughs> some pho to be made of yeah. right? Yeah. There's certain things. Washing football. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. What? You can't. I was, I was just joking, but you can. I always do, though. I know. You do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. that's easy. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like if you know how he takes his foot, like mm-hmm. I guess like buffets, you yeah. know, dinners are different. Yeah, right. But I don't season it for you. I don't. No, no I don't no, do that. Oh. I do not. Season. Season I just bring the bowl. Because you, oh. hey, you know, hey, you know, good. our family, we are particular. Yes. Yeah, you guys are about Very. how we. Eat. Yes, even I mean, our boys are like that. Like Solomon wants compartments on his plate. Like he can't have the food touch. And like Cambodians. We put our rice, and then we pour all of our food on top of it, and we just eat. We're not particular with it. And yeah. I was talking to Sully today about this. I was like, man, our family, we ate on the floor. And then I came and met your family. We ate at the table. Yeah. It, all in. Yeah. <laughs> you know you're moving up when you're on the table. She on East Side Samson. I mean, oh we did gosh. come uh, five years earlier than yeah. their family. But I think uh, uh, Kamai people, it's just traditional for them to yep. eat on the floor together as a, as as a group, a group. Yeah. yeah and i laos, laos people do the same thing oh do they yeah Lao people do the same thing so we, i told the yeah. kids this the other day because the other day we had the rice cooker yep. and it was next to me and sullivan and yep. maxwell needed a refill on the rice yep. it just reminded me of like when we were kids whoever sat next to that rice cooker had to be the one that filled everyone's yeah. rice when they needed it a second serving yeah. and we all try to dodge it but <laughs> I, I think it also is just a, a colonization thing right like yeah. where we came from from, our group of ethnic people, you know, came from, is colonized by French and things like that's yeah. where a lot of our cuisine, like uh, uh, even Vietnamese cuisine, yes. it's kind of all incorporated together. It's mm-hmm. like, when you think about Southeast Asia in general, if it's co- been colonized by a certain, you know, country, country, then mm-hmm. you kind of adapt to, come yeah. on, uh, pate, that's French, right? Yeah. 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 But dude, how much do you love pate? On bon me. What? You know, our kids love it with croissant, sticky rice, oh, all of that. Hot sticky rice with pate. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's our that the best. That's our after school snack. Bro. You can get the real good ones. You like the oh. little What's tiny, the real good ones? A little tiny European can. Is it the oh, red yeah. and white and blue one? No. no. Oh. We got some from Mono. She sent me from. You, know, you brought some back from. Who sent it? Mono yeah. sent it. Yeah. Dude, it was, I a, know the it was, a, it was a, a duck pate. Oh my goodness! You don't know what that is. Liver paste. Bro. Everybody out there. Oh yeah, liver paste. So yeah. fire. Delicious. Unless you get the, like, remember the, we used to get the one at the store, like the five dollar one. Like, yeah. I don't. I can't pronounce it. Like the the, pig, yellow, the, the yellow ring. The pig pate. Is something. Huh. <laughs> it was something. Spread on that hot rice. Like, <laughs> you're in France. That was the poor man's pate, bro. Dude, it was, but it was ooh, so good. So good. We didn't care. Yeah. Oh, I love it. You know what I mean? Sounds good. But yeah, so I mean, going back to grandpa. uh I would say that, yes, the softer side is coming out. I'd say after, after grandma passed away, yeah. I think that's when a lot changed, right? He started to realize, hey, I can't, I got to play both roles now. I can't be just this tough dude. And plus, I think we're getting to an age where we can take care of ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you don't think about it when you're growing up 
at, going back to being a man and the pressure and the expectations of being a man or being, you know, an Asian male yeah. growing up in a predominantly, um, you know, society where Asians are not prevalent, yeah. you know, so like the survival of this tactic of being strong and being tough and showing that you're not going to waver is something that's really strong in our in our community. Um, so I think being that way just comes with the territory, but we are starting to see just like this, why we started this podcast to be able to talk to each other, communicate with each other, be open and, uh, not feel judged, you know, because that's, I think a lot of times, like we don't have that open dialogue, you know, because we're in our culture, we're always so worried what other people think about our thoughts, you know, if we if we put our thoughts out there. Um, And some of the feedback that I've been getting is that they are loving that we're open about our experiences, our stories. um, Because a lot of us just choose not to, to tell it because it's either maybe too much intimate details about the family or whatever it may be. Um, But I always feel like for me, telling my story is a healing process for me. Mm-hmm. And also I hope to inspire others that maybe go are going through this, you know, and it started out and I talked about this to you last time was yeah. when I was, God, I was 25. We had our, um, I was pregnant and I lost our daughter. And I remember everyone would come up to me and say, Hey, did you already have your baby? Um, and I would just break down and cry, you know, I didn't know how to handle it. So then I, back then it was MySpace. So I went on MySpace and I wrote a little, I think it's like a little blog section. Dude, you should log back in and try to see if you can my, find it. I don't even know what my thing is, but I can, I don't even know what Just go to MySpace and then just say forgot password and then, I don't know, just try yeah, it. Yeah, I should right look in. into it. Did you? Like a couple months ago. You find anything good? No, I'm, I'm like, it was like a music place now. Like, Oh, yeah, it is. Oh, okay. Oh. I was like, what happened to all my cool top 10s and like <laughs> top 12, you know? Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> huh. I'll have to log in and see it. Yeah, but yeah, so I wrote on there and then so many people stopped asking me and it, yeah. you know, but then they knew the story because they heard my story, you know? Right. Um, and then somebody actually reached out and was like, she went through the same thing. And then yeah. at the time when I went through my loss, the doctors were like, we can't tell you what happened um, until you are pregnant again. Well, I already have a hard time getting pregnant because I only have one fallopian tube. So then that was really hard for me um, to accept. But at the same time, I couldn't, I knew I couldn't live there. So I had mm-hmm. to just move on. And um, so when she brought that up to me, so when I went to the doctor, I told him about her diagnosis. And then he said, that can't be it because your water broke. And um, that normally wouldn't happen if that was the case. And so then I said, okay, well, this is when questioning doctors goes right. Yeah. So then when I got pregnant, and then he started checking me every two weeks, Mm -hmm. at 19 weeks with Sullivan is when he was like, you are right. You do have an incompetent cervix. Um, We're going to go ahead and get you stitched up. So I went straight to the OR and then was on bed rest the rest of the time, you know? And then with all four kids, I end up having to get stitched up after my first trimester. Um, But like her sharing that story, well, me sharing the story, put it out there, allowed her to come in and tell me that she went through the same thing. And then after that, since then, I think I had a total of like eight people that reached out to me. The same thing happened to them. The exact same thing. And it's so crazy. But we don't, when we don't talk about things, we always feel alone or we feel like we don't have an answer to this, but there, there's so much support out there. We just have to 
put our story out there. Yeah, so I agree. And, Truth. And when we say stitched up, guys. Oh. Guys, it's the cervix. Oh yeah. Right? <laughs> it's the cervix that we're talking about stitching up. Yeah, but I mean, but, did people think it was a vagina? I mean, if you don't, right? You don't know. Yeah. So the cervix. Baby. Yeah. Get stitched up. Get it out of your mind right now. Yeah. So Blank. my Horses. cervix was stitched, not my vagina. <laughs> For real. <laughs> it's easy to confuse it, right? Yes. See, I don't know my body parts. So I wouldn't know where everything's at. I gotta look it up. <laughs> That's why we have Google. That's right. Google's, yeah. Google's for everything. Yeah. 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 So I, I definitely think sharing stories is, it's like a, it's a really great thing to do. Yeah. So. We can feed off each other's yeah. experience, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that if, uh, if everybody experienced um, life all the same way, I mean, how boring would that be? Yeah. yeah. Truman Show. I mean, I, I just literally, I wrote the other day, it's like, you are going to experience things. It's how you taking that experience and how you react is who you become and how you become right because mm-hmm. people are going to ex- people are going to experience sort of at the same thing mm-hmm. essentially yeah. right but how they control what they do or what they become matters yeah because and that's what's going to put out the experience from my perception right i can yeah. literally we can go to the same party i can be like oh man that party was amazing and both could like dude that party was terrible right Mm -hmm. so i mean it vice versa i think everybody has perception and i think it's just good to get out there yeah it's good to talk about this because it it doesn't just we talk about this thought thing right when somebody tells you their thought or their perception it then comes on top of your original thought or perception without experience it but then when you go to experience it um it then is coupled by all those perceptions of what you thought And yeah. is it going to be the original, what you feel, or is it going to be something that was kind of made up from what you heard from other yeah. people? Well, I think it gives you a wider lens mm-hmm. versus a tunnel vision, you know, um, and sometimes people can live in a tunnel vision because of, you know, maybe their minds aren't broadened, you know, yeah. and I think that's the reason why it's really important to connect with people different from you, age-wise, class-wise, yeah. yeah. ethnic-wise, all these things, yep. um, and I like, again, I think that's the reason why we are so open-minded is because we are, again, the youngest of eight children and having old parents, yeah. having older siblings, having nieces and nephews and um, and having, you know, kids and then their friends. And we're just connected in so many different ways and different people. Yep. Like yesterday when we were at the uh, birthday, when that uh, a ninth grader was like I listened to your podcast. A ninth grader. <laughs> it was cool. It was yeah, the coolest he, he thing. Literally, he literally said, you know, what we said in the last podcast. He, yes, he recited that, and mm-hmm. and he and I go, what did you think? He was like, he was, it was so great. Yeah. And I that moment just made me feel. Oh, makes me want to cry. But it does. It makes you feel like what I'm going after is way more powerful than than anything else, you know? And so you're making an impact, a real impact. Yeah. On different, and and it's not just one group of people. It's like all these different people. So if, if they're not like Asian and they, they don't, they've, they've never gone through what we are experiencing, they get to hear it. That broadens their mind there, you know, and that's exactly what I want this show. We can all learn from each other. I mean, always, right. Cause we've always been immersed into like the American culture. We've got to, you know, you know, the foods, the, the way that their families are raised and all that stuff. And we try to, you know, be a part of it. Yeah. Emulate it and be a part of it. And I think it's also important that we showcase who we are 
and yeah. have them be a part of it with us, you know, so they can better understand where we come from. Yeah, it's kind of like know? we discussed last time, right? I mean, we talked about music. I, oh, yes. I don't know if we talked about this on our last podcast, but I, maybe we had a conversation before about music. Mm-hmm. If you listen to music, all genres of music, yes. <laughs> um, you will start to understand the people the different types of people that listen to different genres of music. Yeah. I, I listen to every genre so, of music. There isn't a mm-hmm. genre of music that I don't listen to. Yes, do I favor a certain genre? Yeah. What do you gravitate towards? Yeah. Absolutely. Like because, what is your core, you know? Like there's right. some, there's a, a genre that is more of your core. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was telling Sully, so since I started working out, you know, it used to be just all EDM music that I would listen to, right? And then I was like, man, I turned on to hip hop one day and I loved it. And then Soli sent me um, a song. He's like, listen to this song. I don't remember what song. Well, was first it. she sent me a song saying, hey, have you heard the song by Moneybag Yo? I don't I, know who Moneybag Yo is. <laughs> who's, who's Moneybag Yo? That sounds cool to say. That's, the, Yo. that's the rapper, right? What's so I, I sent her back. I was like, yeah, that's Moneybag Yo. And I sent her another song by him. And she's like, oh no, that's, that's, too, that's too hardcore for me, right? I was like, all right, listen to this other song by another rapper and you know i just try to explain to her I was like when i listen to this music it's not it's you can you're trying to put yourself in a place that you're that for example hardcore rap for me where that talks about life struggles or things like that takes me back to a place of hunger so when i'm working out and i hear that mm-hmm. hung that feeling of being hungry mm-hmm. It makes me want to go harder. It wants yeah. me to make me go. So that's why I listen to sometimes hardcore rap when I lift. But when I'm like running, no, I listen to EDM. Or, you know, and then when I'm painting or doing like, I listen to like, I'll listen slow to jams. slow jams, R&B. Yeah. classics, or mm-hmm. I'll listen to some oldies. Yeah. I love some oldies, right? Yeah. And that's, that's just different genres for the mood that I want to be in yes. so that when I'm in that mood, so when Sully sent me that song that I said that was going to be too hard for me, you know, to I listened to it. All of a sudden, I was at the gym. I started crying. Like, I legit <laughs> started crying because what happened in Des Moines, was it last week when, or this past week when there was, oh, yeah. yeah, there was a shooting yeah. at a school, yeah. you yeah. know, and it's a charter school for, you know, uh, students that, um, that needed more guidance, you know, yeah. and I heard the words and all I could think about was the students that that died yeah. and then I thought about even the shooter yeah. I thought about all these things that, that you know and so then I start crying I'm <laughs> crying now but I start I just start thinking about their lives you yeah. know and because and I'm an empath and so they, it was easy for me to like man I can't even work out to this because I'm like you would get you know harder and stronger with it yeah all of a sudden I just it stopped me in my tracks because we come from that you that's know what I mean that's the norm right, right. yeah we you come know, from when that you see that when yeah. you hear that music that's why yes when you think about they're talking about that's a grind you know yeah to get you hungry is because right. we've seen that life and you yep. know from TV yeah. and yeah. everything else but yeah. like even living in that moment yeah, yeah. Well, that's I why it's a different hunger than you never had to experience that no. so you're taking the other side you're seeing this like yeah the, the, the well, other end of it the, the, not, the, not, not yeah. only that but remember I told you this too yeah. so my brother uh growing up was in gangs and just in, in a troubled path right yeah. Yeah. and a bunch of his friends too and um now they're they're doing well and they're great people right but some of his friends got locked up because we, they did stuff like this. We had this. no guidance. Yeah. I mean, we grew up in the 90s when right. gang so, banging was uh, just life. Life. Well, it was something I, that was cool. And Not only that, I think that you guys came to America and you don't fit in. So you're forming your own 
group. Yeah, your own group. And then it becomes yeah. a gang, yeah. a violent gang, yeah. yes. you know, and it... A, a and name thrown right. out there. Yes. Right. And so it, sometimes you get caught up in doing things. We don't, you know, our parents don't talk us about peer pressure. They only well, tell our parents us, didn't know. No, they didn't know. Right. Yeah, because they, they no, didn't have that peer pressure, you know. They didn't know the society. They didn't know yeah. what we was growing up in. They just oh. knew they go to work every day. Yep. We're supposed to go to school. Yep. And that's it, right? And all they saw was that we had the opportunity to be better than them. And yes. so they didn't think about all the struggles yeah. that we do face as children of immigrants, you know? Yes. Um, yeah. And so it, it, it makes me think about the environment we are in. And, you know, the if we gave up on those people that messed up, who would they be, you know, like, or who, who could they be if oh. we gave them actually a chance, <laughs> right? right? I mean, so, I mean, I think about you. For sure. I yeah. mean, that's just what it is. I mean, there's been times in our lives. I would say we all went through this. Uh, yeah. We, I mean, again, it goes back to kind of being a, a boy, being a man, and being this masculine type thing. Yeah. And I kind of talk, touched base on this on the last time, you know, being the smallest. I was a small dude. I wasn't yeah. like... Yeah. <laughs> smallest uncle. <laughs> the smallest uncle alive. Yeah. You know. <laughs> all right, real quick, funny story. I used to make Chico dr- uh, ride the bike. All the time, like so. All the time. I'd be like, dude, I'm smaller than you. I can't be biking you on the back of the pegs. But I was like, younger. But he, I don't care. He He's was bigger. Older. He's my uncle. He was bigger, so I, I just, I, <laughs> <I'd>, <laughs> make, I would always make him, uh, you know, pedal the bike, and I would just stand on the pegs, and I'd, I'd push his back, and like turbo, yeah. and he'd. he'd <laughs> <laughs> and I would take off. I would take off. And like he would a- just speed so fast. I was like, yeah, yeah. let's go. You know, oh so, you know, you better thank me for your big old calves. I contributed to that. That was, that you, was. You sound just like Den. Den is your older brother. He always, <laughs> he, he always takes credit. Yeah, for he's, everything. He takes yeah. credit, he takes for, credit for everything. Yeah. yeah. Like, he's like, Chica, look how tall you are. You should jump for the money. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, you jump for the money. And like, we play like paper ball, basketball. <laughs> Yeah, that's how poor it was. Hey, you know how everybody has those, you know, you hang on the door, those old, little, you know, basketball hoops? Uh-huh. We would Dude. draw a square. We would draw a square. Listen, no. Listen, bro. We would draw a square on cardboard, right? A cardboard uh-huh. box. We'd draw the thing. And then we'd take uh, the wired hanger and we would bend it into a circle. And then we would take paper and make the, you know, the frill, the, the, um, the net, net down, yeah. with frills. So we'd cut the piece of paper and then... Yeah tape it up on there that's so creative roll a piece yeah. of ball up in paper yeah. and, tape, and it up. tape it up boom and that was our yeah, that was, ball. That was you our know what you i think we need to do a youtube tutorial on that Dude. so that what kids yeah. can basement basketball. go back to the basics. basement basketball we're killing it. killing it. in an eight in an eight foot high ceiling, yeah. no, seven foot high ceiling <laughs> seven foot high ceiling but we, we couldn't get to the top like uncle dan put like a dollar in the corner and i tape it up there if you can get it like it's so oh funny that you remember God. that dude i remember it all i have good great memories and like yeah i was younger and i was the fatter one so maybe like <laughs> turbo and like every time like he's on the pegs like come on you can get four of us on here you're ch- uh, you can do it chico and you know he knows words of affirmations my friend like turbo you're super fast oh my god yeah, yeah, and dude. i love that your name is chico like uh um, yeah. because that means small in spanish it does it means boy little boy <laughs> boy little oh, boy it is little boy little boy yeah. oh, I, little, but i can yes. be a muchacho too i'm yeah, six muchacho. foot i'm six foot <laughs> You let him know out there. <laughs> if you didn't know, I'm six foot. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and, and, and now bike. single, and but, now single. No, no. <laughs> but what do they, but you guys call him Toy, and Toy means yeah. big. Fats. Oh, fat? Yeah. It means fat. Yeah, do, you ever, do you ever get like um, offended by it? No, because I've always been fat, you know. <laughs> says, my grandpa, like, feed the kids. I had no problem. 
You know, <laughs> my mom never knew. She just had to put it where it was. Like, that's it. Uh, that's where I'm going. Dude, I have so many yeah. stories about Chico eating, man. I'm, I'm the oldest, you know, so it's like, dude. do you want the best piece? No, I get the best piece. Like, oh, I'm a little <laughs> That's just like Sullivan. I eat oh all the Sullivan's Sullivan. like that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Speaking of Sullivan's, you know what he freaking did this week? Uh. He goes, Mom, I'm, I'm 130 or something like that, right? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay. Oh, yeah. I was well, like, okay. He's eighth grader. Eighth, eighth grader. grader. That's not bad. It's good. Yeah, he's tall. Like, yeah, and he's tall. tall. He is yeah. tall for his size. Yeah. He's yeah. going to be bigger than me. If he better not be bigger than me. <laughs> he might. No, you never know. know. Like, Damn. So he started panicking. And I could tell I can tell when he's panicking. So I said, and he goes, I'm worried about it. And I said, what are you worried about? I was like, you're growing and you're you're tall. And, you know, like, yes, you're doing. He goes, but I'm doing basketball. I'm doing a lot of cardio. And I was like, that doesn't matter. I was like, you're growing. You want to just embrace that. Yeah. And he went on. Cure is it Curo? Cora, Cora, Cora. It's like a, where you ask O-R-A. questions to the general public. Oh, yeah, Cora. yeah. Never heard of it. Yeah, yeah, so he didn't believe what I said. So he goes on to this site and then asks the same question, and he got the same goddamn answer. And he comes to me. He goes, "Mom, I feel so much better because someone else said the same thing you said." And I was like, "Are you kidding me?" It's like, boy, like, I never lied yeah. to you before. I know. I mean, don't you remember the 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 hooker story? <laughs> <laughs> The, no, the prostitute story, oh sorry. But he was, yeah, come on, get it correct. <laughs> but Sullivan was like, man, that, he goes, that person was so great. They explained it very well. And I was like, okay. Whatever, dude. Cora, Whatever. so that's like the kid written. Mm. No, it's it's just a, it's, a it's adults a public, probably in there. It's a, it's a yeah. public thing. Yeah. So I don't but, know. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. The what? Okay, they are professionals. Oh, okay. Oh, they're professionals? Oh. I just want like some weekend, you know, keyboard warrior saying something. <laughs> I know, right? You know, just try to get in, like, yeah, I have the same experiences as you. <laughs> like, I don't know why I did the creepy voice, but <laughs> 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 they can't see it when I'm typing, but it's like the, the creepy voice comes out. <laughs> it's weird. Because every creepy yeah. voice sounds like that. Yeah, it just drops down oh low. But they don't talk like that. All the creepier people are like normal. Yeah. Yeah. Nowadays. Nowadays, they're just yeah. scary. It's plain it sight, dude. Scary. It's plain sight sometimes. You know Catfish, what I mean? for sure. So. Yeah. I'm glad he like, you know, read that article and got some feedback. And it is normal. Like, yeah. Thinking like that when you're young, you shouldn't have to think that way. Yeah. No. You know, that's why when I started wrestling young, I remember I was in third grade. And I'm like at a wrestling tournament. Like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, heavier set. So I have a T-shirt yeah. on, my singlet. I was so big, there's only one guy I could wrestle three times, you know? <laughs> but I would see these other kids, like, throwing up. Like, they're, like, fifth grade, like, yeah. putting their finger down and throwing it to me. I'm like, oh, my oh, God. Really? crazy. I want to eat a Big that. Mac extra value after this. <laughs> dude, Chico was weighing in. Dude, Chico was eating before he weighed in. What are you talking yeah. about? That sounds For like real. our kids. Yeah. I was, like, 90 pounds third grade. Ain't no one wrestling me. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody wrestling. I had one other kid. He was a farm boy. Uh, we wrestled each other for a whole year. Just me and him. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I was like, I either got first place or second place. I was killing it. First year of wrestling, like, I'm the best. Oh my gosh. I'm the best. It's so true. And, hey, hey, Bam, oh his God. mom, dude, yeah. she's the best. She's the biggest supporter, man. Oh, she would, Kim Corder was she'd bigger, have, than <laughs> bigger than me. Like, it had wheels when she's running down to the wrestling mat. Like, I was like, geez, mom. Oh my gosh. And you gosh. know what's so crazy? Now that we're in the wrestling world, I've never, ever been a part of it. Um, yeah. It, you, when you are Asian in there, you're like you, we're the only you, Asians. You stand the, out, only. yeah. So I can imagine like when your mom went back in the day. Oh, I bet yeah. you you were probably one of the only minorities. Yeah, thank oh, God we have my neighbors. Sure, dude. My neighbors, uh, Marty Signs. Yeah, he was oh, yeah with me. Marty. That's how he started, right? Yeah, that's how he started. Yeah, it started because they're of Marty. 
you know, Ruthie would be there with my mom and it was kind of yeah. get that support uh, source. Yeah. Yeah. But like, yeah, my mom didn't speak English in 93. You know, back yeah. in the day, like, they're really new. She's here for what? I would say 11 years. You know, That's so cool. And your speaking. mom is still really, I always, like yesterday she was at, we had the cheer clinic for the girls and all the Bacom girls were there and she was there, such a proud grandma and I freaking love that. I can't wait to be a grandma because I'm going to be just like her. I'm already like that. If you got a while before you're a grandma, what? you better chill out. Well, don't we wish that right now? Nah. <laughs> well, I'm already, I guess I'm a proud mom. Like yeah, I'm very, proud very mom. proud and there's mom. there's nothing wrong with being yeah. proud. No, I love. Yeah. yeah, you should be proud. Yeah, I just love that they yeah. give their best, whatever their best is. And sometimes like their best goes back like you know maybe they're great one day and then another they show up short but yeah. you know they there might be something that they're dealing with that i don't know anything yeah. about you know so yeah like going back to grandpa that's why grandpa's getting soft yeah you mm -hmm. know like the great grandkids making them soft yeah. the yes. grandkids are making them soft now yeah. yes like my just mom like our, you know like our parents they're, they're just yeah. they give to the grandkids and yes they're, they're just not, just not soft but like more yeah loving. I, I think yeah, more I, nurturing i think more yeah. nurturing right more so nurturing. We, we go back to that it's we we when you have to be a certain type of way, I think it just comes from a survival mentality, right? Because that's something that we've been taught as an Asian yeah. male coming mm -hmm. from our household, definitely, especially in our household. Yeah. It's like, you know, there's just no, there's no way. My dad didn't tell me he loved me. Well, not directly, like, you know, he would say it in, in, yeah. in yelling, right? Like, yes. you don't know how much I love you guys. <laughs> You know, I do everything for you, blah, blah, blah. Yes. And it's like, you know, it only happened at that time. It was never in a place where it's like, hey, son, I really, I love you yeah. and I care for you and I want you to be good and I want to see yeah. things good happen for you. Yeah. It never came out that way. But until I became a grown ass man, I mean, literally, I think I was 30. I already had a child. We had New Year's. And he's like, dude, you know, he basically said, he basically said, hey, I love you. But not, I love you. Yeah. And, but I'm proud of you. And, you know, because think about it back in the day, it, it takes me back to when I started doing his finances for him and looking at his finance. And I remember seeing his social security payout. And all I could think back in my head when I seen that social security payout from how much he made over the years, mm -hmm. from like 1981 to, you know, to what, 2003 or something when my mom, <clears throat> after my mom passed. Then I seen like, dude, this man was making nothing. Yeah. No wonder he was always mad. <laughs> like, or, yeah. you know, like he stressed. literally stressed because mm -hmm. he had eight children yeah. and he's working every day. Mm -hmm. And here's my little ass asking for the Nintendo that cost yeah. 400 bucks yeah. from Richmond Gordon when I should be buying, you know, shoes for school. Yeah. I mean, no wonder he wanted to whoop my ass right there. <laughs> you know, like I get it. It's so. like that one thing that I sent you on, was it on Instagram when the <clears throat> the Hispanic man was like, fucking shit, I work every day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's, it's frustrating, it's, yeah. right? Because you're trying your best to provide for your family. And so, I mean, growing up, I understand why, why the things that he did that he did and say what he said, because it was like, hey, I want you to get a better education because education will help you get further, will help you understand things in life. And then that, that just kind of all, to me, I understand it now that I'm a grown man. But yeah. I think at the same time, we can implement some of this strategy that we've learned from other cultures to be more loving, to be more of a, a loving father, but yet still strong, right? Still yeah. strong. There's nothing, I'm not saying I'm soft. I'm not saying you show love, you're soft. What I'm saying is that, you know, you can be more vulnerable. You can yes. be open with your children. Yes. And that's what I'm working on, even with my nephews and my nieces as, yeah. as adulthood. Like, yeah. I, Chico, he's just like my little brother, too. And I've always been 
an ass to him because that's what we've grown to do, right? Like yeah. he responds a certain way. That's love. Yeah, like when, it's when love, you're right. Your, when your dad's yelling at you, yes. it's love. That's how we got the love. Like, yes. Okay, he cares still. <laughs> yeah. When you do something messed up, he don't beat your ass. <laughs> he don't love me as much anymore. Yeah. He don't care. It's it's just something you know, that has been weird. innate, right? Yeah. It's something we've grown up to to uh, uh, respond to that way. And I think it it is not natural for us to respond like, oh, I love you. I care for you. I want to see the best for you. And those are things that we just, it's just not been in our our wheelhouse. We don't. Yeah. But, did you, but did you ever feel not loved? Even though they didn't say it, did you ever feel that? No. No. I never felt not loved. No. That's why I said yeah. I felt loved. It's just, yes. it wasn't expressed that way. It wasn't yeah. saying, you I know? love you, Chico. I love you. But, yeah. And for me, like I do it with my kids now. I'm like, I love you. I just yes. over, I over. overdo it. Yeah. But it's like, because I want them to experience what it is to feel super loved. Yeah. Yes. But and I do that, yell a lot. Yeah. So I was like, it's a, it's a really, like, I love <laughs> them to death, but yeah. it's after I yell. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, I'm trying to break that habit. Yeah. You know, like, yes. I know I'm guilty about like raising my voice and getting stern, and because that's how. That's how we were raised. We were raised. Yes. So that's yes. like, you know, people like marriages and partnerships. That's one of the biggest things that people really yes. always don't talk about, the discipline of your children. Yes. And how it starts out. Yes. You know, if you're not on the same page or if, you know, someone experienced something different, it's like, this is how I did. It's like, yep. it's we weren't on the thing. same page for a long it's time. It's the toughest thing to get through. It is. You know? And, you know, you talked about that. So for me, I yelled a lot too because that's what my mom did. And it's funny because I've asked, I've, I was like, "Hey, you remember when you used to yell at us a lot?" She does not remember a damn thing. She <laughs> she envisioned herself being this very soft spoken mom, but I know she wasn't like that because I remember other people saying, "Like, gosh, your mom, she yells a lot, huh?" I was like, <laughs> "Yeah," you know. Um, and actually, it wasn't until recently that I actually stopped yelling like I started taking care of myself I would go to the gym before the kids woke up before he woke up and I would spend an hour and a half to two hours in the gym and when I get home the kids are already at school I that guilt of um I used to have a mom guilt of being home with the kids when they got on the bus they don't need me you know they, yeah. they Soli's here they're independent they can do things on their own I had to let go of my own feelings. And once I did that, it allowed me to be at the gym without feeling any kind of guilt. Yeah. So once I started taking care of myself, I would get home, I would have a schedule of like how I would work and all that stuff. And then all of a sudden, like I got shit done before the kids got home. And then when they got home, I was able to ask them how their day was. I was able to really like dig deep and be present. And that's yeah. something that I wasn't before because I was like always feeling like, gosh, you're taking up all my time. Like everyone wants me here. Everyone wants me there. And I, I still am a person, an individual. And, but I couldn't find the time of where I needed to give myself. And so once I, once I analyzed where I had most of my energy, I'm a morning person. So I knew that, okay, what, what do I like doing? I didn't know that I like reading, so I also read. I've, I, I am on the verge of yeah, finishing dude. four books in the month books? of January. Four this year. The, in January. In yeah. January, she's been smashing it, bro. Yeah. How big are the books? How big are the books? They're big. The pictures. No. Well, hey, you know she's gonna take that literal too. <laughs> no, Chico, it's actually four hundred and sixty-five pages. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> No, so I so two of words. two of them were smaller, but they were more educational. Like it's going to okay, be teaching right. me stuff, you know. So any fun books? 
no i don't like fun books you like, like fun i don't books? like like i don't really care for imagination like um no because i live i live in la la land i yeah. i'm a dreamer and so i already yeah. have that so i need yes. i need books that teaches me like real life shit <laughs> she, she needs this because here's yeah. the thing we, we we grew up with a lot of experience yes yeah, so i escape uh, yeah I I like escape. that's why when i watch tv if when I get the time it. to watch TV and when I binge, it's at night and I want to watch something that's just juicy. You know, like I don't want to watch no reality TV stuff because no. at the end of the day, that reality that's TV reality. stuff is not reality, right? I want to watch a really good storyline with good characters in there where I'm mm. like, man, that's yeah. wonderful. That's why I like to watch, you know, yeah. good shows. I'm that- so gullible that I believe everything, even if it's fake. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that's why I can't watch TV. I'll I'll be in La La Land again. True. Um. Yeah. So, anyways, going back to taking care of myself. Yes. I haven't yelled at my kids since December first. Man, you're keeping track, huh? Oh, yeah. I, I am keeping track. That's good. Well, actually, okay, I did yeah. yell one day. But I didn't really yell. It was, uh, it was, was it, English it was English or Cambodian? And it, <laughs> <laughs> it's because yeah. all Asian languages sound like you're yelling no matter what. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so I just want to make sure, like, if you speak Cambodian, they, it's if, not yelling. If I spoke Cambodian, my kids wouldn't even understand it. So I'm s- sad. So sad. Um, that's my own fault for not teaching it, you know. But, um, yeah, so anyways, taking care of myself has really been a game changer in yeah. how I am with my kids, how present I am. Shit's getting done. Before things were yeah, getting, it was, things would get started, but nothing got done. Not nothing got finished. Same thing is what led me here to this podcast. Yeah. You know, to be honest, because I've been working on myself. So when Richard reached out at Christmas Eve, I was like already having that in my plans. But like I like I said last time, I don't want to be a dreamer anymore. Yeah. I want to be a doer. And at forty, I'm about to. I will be forty next week, and. It's never, and then it made me realize it's never too late. You know, yeah. like you don't have to have your shit together by age 25 or 30. I can start at 40 and be at the, you know, at the entry level. And then by 60, hopefully I'll be an expert. You I know? think that's the thing, right? People yeah. make the misconception that you have to be a certain stage in your life at certain yeah. time or point. Mm-hmm. But in reality, that you can catch up with whatever you want at any time. I mean, yeah. I take back, I mean, I'm not joking when I say I couldn't really read. <laughs> Like literally, <laughs> but <laughs> I really could not read. I just cut all the other words out. Your speed reader and remember? spell. <laughs> no, no, like, remember that thing in the '90s, like your speed reader, like you don't yeah. read the, any word under like four letters. Yes, you can read. <laughs> so someone could learn to read. <laughs> Big words only. It was wild, man. But no, that's that's kind of things that I think everybody goes through different stages in their life at different times. And I am I do like this version of Bopa of doing because I'm the doer. Like yes. no matter what. I, it's kind of like Chico. Chico's yeah. like you too. I yes. Mean, yeah. Yes. I don't. I'm, I kind of do, but I don't do. Yeah. I, I'm a, yeah. Like I said, I'm a, like a dreamer. Like, yes. I we like have a, so many ideas. Yeah, I'm like, I'm going to go hiking. So I love the idea of hiking. Yes. Yeah. I don't like doing it that much. For sure. Yes. You know? But yes. I love the idea of like, yeah. But I, think I about hike. it. If I you got your, yes. if you take, if you make it to a roadmap, like I want to hike and then you yeah. start and you start mapping out the roadmap of how you're going to be enjoying hikes. Yeah. yeah. It will get you there, right? Yeah, but it, it just it, you just have to plan it, and that's exactly what I did with the podcast. I wrote it out. I mm. um, I wrote out like launching a podcast, all the things I needed to do to start a podcast, and I got this I, Holly somebody uh, some off my planner, and she had there was an exercise where I had to write down like all the things I would need to do in order to start a podcast, yeah. and then the other part was okay. Now cross out the things that are just noise. 
I wore a lot of things that were noise and there was only like three steps that that I needed to get the podcast going. And yeah. that's exactly yeah. the steps I took. Yeah. And this Good. is where I'm ha- I'm I'm here. So yeah. um yeah. So anyways, for me, taking care of myself first has allowed me to be a better mother, a better wife, a better daughter, a better friend, a better everything. A better everything. Yeah. Yes. So health, health and wellness. Yes, you know, health yeah. and wellness. It's the biggest part. Like, yes. You know, yeah. like but the hard part is getting started. Started, yeah. yeah, and showing up when you don't yeah. want to show up yeah. because that is that is a, in a lot of things. Yeah. You have to do the hard things, you know, yeah. Yeah. Um, and face it. Yeah. So I agree. I think I think doing sports, for example, wrestling. Yep. I take us back to wrestling. There's been many times where you want to quit or you want to stop. I mean, Chico has seen me suffer. I mean, you talk yeah. about I roll my bike a lot for cutting weight. Mm-hmm. Like literally, it was be miserable. You know, like you had. We didn't have any guidance back then. That no guidance. It was, just, it was just like, you don't eat, you don't, you don't eat, and you run. Drink, and you run a ton of With miles. Many clothes on as possible. So you look like the Michelin freaking tire guy running <laughs> I would, the right? Like, yeah. literally, I'd look, it'd be snowing, and it, Chico would be like, all right, I'll come. And he'd ride his bike. Ride the bike. And, and just, you know, at times, and just follow me. Just make sure I don't die out there on the street. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. literally, it was crazy. But when it goes, when you put yourself in that mental aspect, I think that's why I do, right? It, I don't care if I'm doing it right or if I'm doing it wrong. Yeah. I just need to do it. Because yeah. if I do yeah. it, that means I'm either going to find out if I'm doing it right or if I'm doing it wrong. Yeah. And then I can come back and I can make the adjustment. Yeah, and see someone like me, I'm so scared of like... Mm-hmm. M- failing or that have self-doubt and all these things that stops me from even getting started mm-hmm. i realize that i just need to start and once you start yeah. Yeah. again it doesn't get easier but you show up for yourself every single time and eventually it will get easier so yeah, yeah. gets more yeah. efficient for sure yeah it doesn't get any less difficult it just yeah. in per se like in a standpoint if you're looking mm-hmm. at it, everybody's looking at the same thing it, you're just getting closer to that and it becomes more efficient. Yeah. And then as it becomes more efficient, yeah. you know, you just make it more as a daily habit. Daily routine is part of your life. You identify that as that person yeah. now. And um, that's important. It's just like me not drinking. I don't oh, drink. Yeah. I, yeah that's I, good. I identify myself as I don't drink. So if anybody asks me, hey, I no longer drink. It before is, uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying. trying to stop. I, I'm, you know, no. now it's, hey, I don't drink anymore. That's just what it is. Yeah. So. That's a good choice. Like, you know, your health and wellness is all yep. a little things and, you know, creating those habits, but said like even patterns. I've heard something like Tony Robbins said. Yeah. First thing you should do is, you know, you start seeing patterns of people doing things. Yes. You know? And then you start doing the patterns and then you start the final one creating your own patterns. Yeah. Yes. That's what you're doing. You're creating your yep. own pattern. You're working out your health and wellness. Yep. Yeah. Juggling the podcast. And this is, yeah. you're seeing other patterns that people have done. You've watched Solomon yep. and his patterns so much. You yeah. Now you're creating your patterns. You're yes. making that, that extra step above. Yeah. You know, like it was a good podcast with Tony Robbins. Just listen yeah. to that. Like, that's what we do. Like, you're yeah. you're always gonna see how people work and how they move, yeah. and then yeah. how you're working out every day is adding to your health and wellness and yeah. solving yeah. on the Peloton. Yeah. Day twenty seven out of twenty seven. Yeah. Know, no, dude, I'm on day ninety today, dude. Yeah. Oh, like cre- yeah, you're straight. right. Like creating your own habits and like it was so crazy. So I read Atomic Habits while I was already doing you this. You should read that book, by the way. That's a good book. I have it. You can take it with you. Um, I've been gifting Maybe. it to a lot of people. Or just do an audio if you don't have time yeah, to read. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. it is a do very, it on the Peloton. Ride the Peloton and listen to it. Okay. There's one thing that I did 
do that I didn't realize I was doing in the book explain what I was doing so when I would wake up in the morning before I used to like just go and uh, brush my teeth with my pajamas on I'll stay in that pajama all day and then I would not be motivated so what I do now is I get up I don't even go brush my teeth first I put on my workout clothes put on my workout clothes so that is my indication that I am going to work out Mm -hmm. you know um nice yeah so that's something so easy and that's not and then once I go brush my teeth I'm out the door it's a trigger essentially right so, so that's, that's from the book, Atomic. Yeah, it, yeah mm-hmm. right. it talks about Good. it too. Yeah. You yeah, think but, about the yeah. triggers that cause you to do not do do or not do, right? Yeah. So even no matter what, that Peloton's right next to my bedside. When yeah. I go to bed and I haven't hit the so Peloton annoying. yet, like the minute I say like I don't want to do it, my trigger is do it, right? As soon as I tell myself I don't want to do it, I'm tired today. I do it. And then when I'm done, I'm like, all right. I need or that. I, or I, need I don't that. care if my wife's not going to go to bed early because I need to get on the Peloton. She falls asleep. I just look at <laughs> mine. I look at it like, damn, I want to do that. You know, from my yeah. bed, I can so, see my Peloton. So too. now the trigger so, is trigger, you go yeah, do it. Trigger, yeah, find the trigger. Yeah. I do it. Yes. Yep. But the iron in my hand, I'm like, I'm doing it. That's, no, I know. Just I, jump on that Peloton. I don't care if it's for five minutes. Okay. Just jump on it. I, she go, it. I used to think that same way. Like, I would scroll on, like, Instagram. I'll see fitness, like, people, like, working yeah. out. I felt like I did the workout already. Like, no, I felt like... <laughs> yes. Really? I tell you are the same. <laughs> and so I was like, I don't need to work out. I feel skinny already. And then I am I, a fitness coach, too. But <laughs> these you can't do, the coach. Okay. I, but there's a difference, too. Yeah, like, I will motivate be, the crap out of anybody else. Because <laughs> you know what you need to do, yeah. but you can't do it. Yourself. He's just like Sullivan. Yeah. Yes. He's yeah. very much. You, like where you almost feel stuck. Yeah. You know. As a wrestler, I have the switch, so I can turn it on if I want to. Yes. And turn it off. It's really like if I need to quit something, I know if I can just switch and just yeah. turn it yeah. off. Yeah. like no more junk food. Okay. Turn it on. Yeah. yeah. I didn't need more junk food and didn't drink. You know. Yeah. See, I always thought that I needed a group of people to help me get motivated. I didn't realize that I can do it myself. Yeah. I like working by myself. I can go at my own. Like when I used to go to group the gym. Fitness. Yeah, when I group fitness one, I come back, I'm like, gosh, I feel like I didn't get my workout in because people were going at different paces and I was not, I'm not a natural yeah. person when it comes to fitness, so I needed more time. But by then, another class is coming in. I don't even have time to stay for another class. So with this, I use an app that allows me to go at my own pace and I yeah. love it. I feel like I'm getting it in and it works for That's me. Good. Yeah. So I agree. I, yeah. I think if people just... <laughs> If we just talk about going at your own pace and just yes. doing you, if people just yeah. focus on themselves just for what their what their own goals are and stop looking at yes. other people's goals or other people's accomplishment as wanting to do that, just find out what you want to do. Yes, sure. Look if other people's in motivate you yeah, or inspired. they inspired by it. Mm-hmm. That's great, but your your goal doesn't have to be the exact same goal. Nope, as them. and you or have the to same yep. speed. Nope, no. not right. same or speed. Same not, speed. Yep, yeah. none 100%. of that. And that's why, like when I started working out, I knew that I'm not good at it, and I wanted to make a lifestyle change. So I made something very sustainable for me, which for me was I wanted to just um, walk. 10,000 um, steps, steps a day steps, yep. and I, I've done that before so I knew I just need to start there and then within two weeks and I gave myself a month for this but within two weeks though I freaking started adding weight you know training in it but I but this is not my first rodeo so I yeah. knew before um, what I can do naturally and then what was hard for me and the weight training was hard for me so once I got there I was able to start stacking my habits that's why good habits are compound that's bad habits are compound that's why when you see good things happen for people they continue to get better because you're it's a habit that is compounding to become better and over time 
it just becomes so great that it looks like it just happened overnight. But it didn't. But it didn't. Yeah, Same thing with when you have bad habits. You keep doing bad habits. Keep doing. It takes you all the way down. Then one day you're like, oh, why is my life like this? Yes. Right? Yes. Your life's like that because you made bad habits and yeah. bad choices. Right? Same thing with good. People who you see where you see and you're like, oh, man, that person's doing so great or what. But ask them what they're doing on a daily basis. Right? Yeah. Yeah. What, what are they doing on a daily basis to be where they're at? And yeah. That's where it starts with. I, I mean, I'm a big believer in, in habits. Yeah, I still yes. remember yeah. all of them. Yeah, <laughs> you no, know what I do. I don't. I don't. Uh, Solva just let me have my bad habits. Like I'd be sleeping <laughs> in my sweatpants. He'd be ironing his jeans <laughs> with you know, TRL like in the morning with like oh Crossroads playing number one. I remember Crossroads was like meet me at the Crossroads. <laughs> you know, Solva just be ironing at six o'clock in the morning. I'm like, hey, wake me oh up. Oh my god, and that's his habit every day. Yeah. I knew you're Solva's morning person. He yeah. just did that, and yeah. he's you still can, like yeah. that. Yeah, and he's still, yeah. till this day, still like that. We have a child, a Campbell, yeah. just like that as well, too. Yeah. I am turning into you guys. I, I, I aspire to be like you guys. <laughs> and, stacking you your know, habits. Yeah, yeah. stack yeah. habits. And I think yeah. that's what's allowed me to be efficient, allowed me to get a lot of things done. Yeah. Uh, I can't get all these things done without having some sort of habit yeah. or culture of what I do on a daily basis. Yeah. Um, there's no way. If, my, if, if I worked and operated the way that you did at one point, Mm-hmm. that's why I would be angry or be yeah. upset yep. because I couldn't do it. It just, so that's why I do me. Yeah. I don't worry about what other people are doing. I yeah. worry about myself because if I'm focused on myself and trying, and then if other people can benefit from it, wonderful, yes. right? Yeah. Like that's amazing. And that's, yeah. that's all that I'm, I'm focused on is take care of myself, do what I can. Yep. And then if, if I can help others along the way, I'm going to do it, right? All at your own pace. Like Papa yeah. said, everybody yep. at their own pace. Like, mm-hmm. you start your habit really young, yep. but yep. you're still, you, you didn't stack too many good habits. Right. Yeah. You're stacking better habits, brought you yep. down, and you had to bring yep. back yes. your building. Yep. Yep. But you know, had a good foundation, seeing you stack habits. Yep. I want to read this book now. Yeah. You, know, you have to, dude. Yeah. I, need to, I need to read this yeah. book. I bought the book for my one of my past um, employees. I read two of okay. them. So there's Atomic Habits and The Power of Habits is another Power, good one. Okay. Yes. So those are. So what's a good habit you would tell people right now to start? What's well, one habit from that book besides the uh, put on your workout clothes? Give me another habit you give out to, to just do listeners. it. Just, just do, do it, it. Yeah. because there's many times where I want to do things and I'm something stops me, whether it's self doubt, laziness, whatever it may be. Fucking just do it. But what habit? Like making oh, the bed, yeah. or what thing oh. should they do that like from that book? Do you yeah. remember that we're just like hey, you know what? Yeah. I want everybody now to make their bed all week. You know? Well, solely you do that. Well, you know what like, I do. Yeah, yeah. I know. I, know for, I make my bed all the time. For me, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. make my bed. That's the only thing I yeah. do. That's responsible. For me, writing things down. Like <laughs> one habit for me, I, I I'm not a techie person. So for me, I was trying to be techie with you, you know, so we could be on the same page. What I realized is that I need to write things down and plan my own thing versus trying to plan us. Yeah. You know, and yes. I and same thing for you. I think once I stopped planning your stuff, you did your own planning. Well, now we're all like we're we're both becoming like these strong individuals. Yeah, there's no expectation, so, right? Yep. I'm not yeah. saying, hey, what's what's on my calendar today? I'm not asking her that anymore. Yeah. It's like I'm gonna go in there. I'm gonna look at it. I take control. So now yeah. I'm going back to uh, maybe let you finish off. Sorry. Yeah. So off, for sorry. me, you know, just writing things down. I'm old school, so I have a planner, and I literally would map out my day. So I and and like I said earlier, if it said uh, what might distract you from your schedule, 
I write that down too because I kind of have to be truthful to myself too. And I have um, what am I grateful for on the top part of the planner. And it just, it sounds so cheesy, but it works the best for me. Yeah. I guess cheesy is always the best way. Yeah. Like, yeah. We, like you say, oh, this line's cheesy, but it's the truth. It's yeah. simple, like, just yeah. do it, right? Just do it. It's just like the simple truth. So everybody, all the listeners out there, why don't you guys comment and screenshot your planner for one day yeah. Yeah. and see if you create that habit and see if we can get you know the next podcast. Yeah. We can see how people's planner. Did you plan your workout? Yeah. Did you plan your meal? Did you plan yes. your quiet yes. time? You know, yes. like yes. I know I need ten minutes after work to decompress. Yes, yes. just silence. Yes. I don't listen to nothing. I just sit in the quiet. And yep. I need my ten minutes. Just yep. let me decompress, and then I can get back. Yeah. I can switch from work mode to living yeah. mode. Yep. To like dad mode, or you yep. know, yes. whatever it is. And decompressing is really important. I never even heard of that actually yeah. until I became an agent, and we had an attorney um, that was our client, and he's because like, we're like, do no, you want doctor. to be close? No. Oh attorney. yeah, no, he's an attorney. Never yeah, he's an attorney. Yeah. He we asked him if he wanted to be close to the workplace, and he said no. I need thirty minute a thirty minute commute so I can decompress to go home. And I yeah. thought, dang. I need yeah. that too. And here we are learning, you know, a yeah. new culture, cultural thing. Like, cause we don't know decompress because we have no in in the Asian culture, we have <laughs> no are, boundary, like, no boundaries, li- and we're learning zero. that we're in every ch- everybody's it's a homeland. No offense, <laughs> yes. no boundaries, no boundaries. Nope, dude. nope. And so we're learning that yeah. a lot, and it's working, you know. And it's not that I don't love whoever it is that yeah. I'm that is, exp- and they're not even expecting anything. I don't think it's me. It's Trying a fulfill something. Like yes, every, yeah. Like the ten minutes for you not to have to fulfill this or do that. Right. We everybody needs that ten minutes to yeah. like decompression. See, I I've, I've practiced that for a long time. It's the whole me getting up in yeah. the morning i practiced yourself. that yeah from by myself that's something that i've practiced for a long time as well it's yeah. just that's my opportunity to be grateful for the day yeah and then also to think about what i'm gonna to try to accomplish and that's something i've always done yeah. again she tells it's something yeah. i've done as a child yeah and um until this day that's why i have my coffee i have yeah. power hours so that's one of my habits is that i try to take care of all text message all emails Within um, I've seen some unchecked messages before before everybody wakes up. Right See, before I'm a night owl, I'm yeah. opposite. Yeah, yeah and, and that's what I mean by checking, finding where your energy is. Yes, and yep. that's where you're gonna need to fill that some of those um, things that you want to be done. You know. Yeah. Yeah, so, I think that's cool. Yeah, that's yeah. I think I think that's all a cool topic in regards to habits. That's something we'll have to bring up and talk and discuss yeah, more. more. Yeah, more in depth um, about it. More yeah. in depth, but. Yeah. I think that concludes yeah. us for the day. Yes, yeah. we've yeah, we've we talked a lot of we talked a lot of stuff lately. So. Yeah, and I know that I want to just really talk about like relationships. We'll go there on the next podcast about <laughs> I want to hear about that online dating thing. I want to know all oh, about shoot. it. Oh, yes. shoot. So, yeah, that's so going to that's going to say for next time. Yes, for next time. Okay. Oh, you know what? And then also real quick, I want to uh please uh, send in your uh your your, you know, your comments or, or feedback topics. topics that you want us to discuss. We did get one. Um, someone mm-hmm. had wrote, what did they write? Let's Over. see. Let's see what we got. It said something about they want us to talk about uh, our party stages. <laughs> okay. Now that's got to be safe. We need party stories. At Wild least, days. Sully and one. Boba. You drip, drip, give them one. I remember when you guys first started dating. I was living with Sully. I'm like, Phew. I'm telling you, Sully's outfits were so nice. The Roxbury, and like, I'm taking her to an Italian restaurant. I'm like, ooh, this guy's smooth. We just cheering him up. Me coming, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. Oh, and the funny thing was, I didn't care about all that. No, like I, he, she went to he high actually, school. Come on, she had, she was young as eight. Yeah. You think she cared about that? <laughs> 
You show up and you pay for the meal. <laughs> no, I even came Open money ready to even pay for both of ours. You know, like I, I, I'm. You know, that that's how I was back then. Now, that's the thing, right? Yeah, like, like Asian I can't. Asian, like, I ain't gonna let this pay. I'm gonna yeah, pay him. I'm gonna right? pay for my own part and I'll pay for his. You know, but. Yeah, we'll we'll ha- we'll have yeah. to go into the next story yeah, on that. Yeah, so yeah, that stay one. tuned, okay. y'all. We appreciate you guys tuning in and yeah. uh, and um, all the feedback and yes. comments that you guys have provided to us already. So yeah. um, appreciate look, it. We look forward to more. Yeah, thanks for having me on, huh? Chico. Oh, oh yes, please send some questions yeah. to Lots us. Questions. We would love. Lots of questions. We would love to tackle them and answer them for you. You can it can be a dear Boba and Soli, dear Chico. Yeah, if you guys want to see more Chico, let us know because I. Yeah, I think Chico I needs to be the here all yeah, the time. We need to have him all the time. Yeah, good questions would be great. Yeah, okay. be fun. All right, all right, y'all. Thank Peace you guys out. so much. Bye. Bye.